0: ESPN 1000, Chicago's
1: home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000.
2: And welcome in on a Sunday morning in the great city of Chicago. I'm Brian Hanley, Mark Zander right alongside me. And we are here until noon talking sports with you. 312-332-3776 is the number. Mark, how are you doing this morning? I'm all good, Brian. How about you? Well, I'm better because now the uh, All Star Weekend Saturday Night festivities are my rearview mirror. <laughs> Still trying to digest what I watched last night. That was weird. Wow, it was uh, it was different. I saw our buddy Fred Hubner uh, tweeted out that the good thing about retirement is you're not compelled to watch said
3: festivities. I, I used to. Enjoy I think he, I things. think you used a stronger word than compelled. Well, Have I'm to. on the radio. Um, yeah, right. Right. Mr. Zander, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm trying to be diplomatic about it, um, yeah. boy. But here's the only good thing about it. If you're if you're on Twitter, you enjoy watching those things much more than you would if you're just watching it without your social media. Um,
3: right, because you 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 could say things, you could you could express, you yourself can share the misery,
2: this. you can enjoy <laughs> all. The all of, I mean the, yeah. the 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 fun, the jokes, the Twitter, the the I mean the pictures. I, hey, uh, I, you know someone said, well, Obi Toppin won the dunk contest because somebody had to. Um, yeah, it, it and and you know Zach Levine I think just missed another three, uh, but more more maybe concerning was that he looked like when he went went to pick up the, the first ball on the rack. It looked like he had a little hitch in his uh, giddy-up with the knee. So we'll be talking about Zach's return to the Bulls and how they're going to manage uh, the knee injury after he had it drained. He had a cortisone shot, and he had the platelet-rich plasma. Uh, where they take the plasma out of your body, they spin it, and then they reinject it into the injured joint, and it's supposed to accelerate uh, the healing. Now, I... I could have it, I have like chronic tennis elbow, right? So in both elbows. And they've suggested to do that. Insurance doesn't cover it, I believe, uh, to this point. But I actually did it for one of my dogs a few years ago arthritis in both shoulders. Mm -hmm. shoulders, And and I didn't hesitate to write the check for for my dog. But I'm thinking, do I really need that? I don't know. (laughs) But but there you go. uh, Billy Donovan's talking about giving Zach Levine the second game off in uh back to backs and they have four more sets of those back to back games from now until the playoffs. And also giving them some just, you know, some needed breaks because um he said it's not going to be the knee's not going to be hundred percent till the off season. I don't know if that means further surgery or what. He said basically this is just to, to give him some pain management, but he wants to be out there as much as he can. Do you have any concerns that we're not going to see a a a Zach Levine, that's going to be 100%. And what does that mean for the Bulls' playoff uh, possibilities?
3: I, I, I do. Um, you know, the the smart bet is to rest him. Um, but, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think he's going to be totally healthy. And it does sound like uh, code for off-season surgery, doesn't it? Going into the final year of his contract, too, right? So
2: the, you have that whole thing. You know, it, it doesn't seem like it's a serious injury, but it is the same knee he had the ACL on. And so if you're Bulls brass moving forward, you know, how do you handle max money and, and all that moving forward? And and you've seen what DeMar DeRozan's done while Zach has been out. It's been absolutely amazing, yeah. averaging 38.7 points uh, a game and seven-game games, uh, seven game streak where he's had at least 35 points and 50% shooting. I mean, you talk about a guy who's playing MVP-type basketball. He's playing
3: out of his mind, out of Unbelievable. his absolute mind. And, and thankfully for that. Thankfully, because you, you you remember, you know, coming into this season, you know, people were questioning that move. Nobody's doing that now. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they were maybe not questioned, but just weren't like
2: head over heels thinking this was the missing piece.
3: But here they are. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: here they are. They're still sitting atop the Eastern Conference with all these injuries. And, you know, Alonzo Ball out and, and you have uh, Caruso, Alex Caruso out. Patrick Williams may or may not join the team before the season's over um, the good news is Caruso looks like he's come coming back within a week or so with the wrist injury. We'll see, but yeah, DeMar and, and That's Orson a
3: surprise. Is, that's a that's a quick rebound. That's quicker than I think uh, a lot of people thought, right? Or, or I, I don't know what kind of doctors they have.
2: Medical doctors, I believe. Uh, yeah, those, two, th- three one three, three, two. Those Not vets. Not veterinarians.
3: Six. Not horse doctors. No,
2: I, I believe uh, they're not like. Uh, Doctor of uh, philosophy. Uh no.
3: <laughs> There's super uh, doctors to get him back on the court that quick. But yes, we need him. And now with Levine uh, you know, going down and I like your Twitter poll and I believe you're just about to get into that.
2: Yeah, you know, if you could only get one player back, and you you know, you had to have you you only got one of the injured players back, and we're we're gonna uh give you Zach Levine's back, okay? He's not in okay. this mix. Okay. So is it Ball, Caruso, or Patrick Williams? And you know, we don't know what you're gonna get from Patrick Williams yet. Um, do you need the big? Even though Tristan Thompson became official last night and you know everyone knew he was coming, and Sach said he had been on the phone with them, uh, but they officially signed him last night. And so here comes your six, you know, your your six nine two hundred and fifty four body. I mean, think about this guy, fourth overall pick back in twenty eleven career really hasn't uh, his fourth overall picks go uh, 9.1 points, 8.5 rebounds over the course of 11 seasons, not exactly panned out, which is why he's moved around the league a bit, but because you weren't going to break up the team at trade deadline time Mm -hmm. and and make a big move. Here's a move, right? I mean, you're able to pick him up and he should be excited to join this group. And is that going to be, it's a it's an adding a piece to the puzzle. Is it enough, uh, Bulls fans? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. As you look at this team today, as we sit here on all on All Star Sunday, where's your faith that the Bulls can make a really good run in the playoffs? And you know, Zach Levine said it. He said uh, by adding Tristan Thompson, the Bulls brass are going for it. Okay, I mean that that could just be, you know, uh, team speak or or hopeful uh, Zach Levine um yeah. but that that's the move right so now do yeah. you believe they have enough if if they get healthy do they have enough to make a run deep into the playoffs or are they ahead of schedule 3123323776 i mean they've been they've been a great team to watch they've been a fun team to watch they've been Uh, I mean, a likable team, everything. I mean, the doldrums of watching Bulls basketball from the last four or five years. (laughs) Those Um, are are
3: gone. They're in the rearview mirror finally.
2: Absolutely. So, I mean, it's a great story. It's a fun story. It's an enjoyable team. But is it enough? And is there a super team out there that that's your fear? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Yeah,
3: I, I'll tell you, Brian. Uh, I think that they played it right. We, we've got to see how Thompson's going to turn out, but maybe Donovan can get something out of him that we really haven't seen. Um, but they didn't break up the team. You know, they didn't make any big, big moves that were going to was going to compromise the future. So I think they played it right. Whether or not that's going to get them deep. That's the question. And your Twitter poll is, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's really important to get one of those players back. And, and for me, I've got to say Lonzo Ball would be the guy to get back. Um, but, but it's hard because, you know, you want Caruso in that defensive approach that he adds to the team. So um, I, I, think they, I, I think they played it right. They got uh, Tristan Thompson. We just ha- have to hope that he can give us at least what he's given other teams at the very least. If not more, and hopefully Donovan can get more out of them.
2: Yeah. So, you know, Lonzo Ball is the guy who's going to, you know, make the offense run and and fire on all cylinders. Alex Crusoe is the guy who brings the defensive mindset, the steals, um, everything that this team still lacks on occasion. And Patrick Williams will be a a bonus big that you maybe didn't count on showing up. But Billy Donovan opened the door a week or so ago saying that. Um, they well, they, I mean, they petitioned the league to to get the injury waiver to add a a roster spot. It'd be saying basically the claiming to the league that he was not going to be ready this year, and the league said no. Try again. Uh, our doctors don't agree with that. So now, does he show up on the eve of the playoffs or before? The, you know, a couple of weeks before the playoffs. I, I think right now it would be a bonus to get anything out of Patrick Woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah, uh, no doubt. We did not think you were, we were going to see him this year, and it's interesting that they're going back and forth on this because um it seemed like we were going to see him. But I know the Bulls want to be very careful with him, which obviously that's the play, right? Well, it's it's the
2: play, but it's all hands on deck too. If in fact yeah. they're, they're going for it Uh again, right. you know, uh, are they are they at a schedule? Uh, I think you know. When you're the front office, you have to look big picture and immediate picture right small picture and yep. in, in the now, and at the trade deadline, they basically told you they weren't going to do anything crazy or they weren't rolling dice on any big move to win something this mm-hmm. year doesn't mean that they can't right because do the bucks right. do the bucks scary right now miami heat i mean which team if if I'd love to hear from bulls fans, which team are you keeping your eye on to think that if you think this uh, holding down the top spot in the Eastern Conference is a little bit fragile. Which team or teams are you concerned about? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. You know, I know up in Milwaukee, they when their big three are, are healthy, they have a, a unbelievable record, and yet they haven't had you know a huge stretch of time where all three of them been on the floor at the same time. So
3: right, does, does and, that and the Bulls, on? right, and the Bulls have done a decent job with all the injuries that they've suffered this year. So having a few of them back, it's going to make a difference. Mike and Hoffman Estates wants to jump in here on ESPN with fellas. Hey Mike.
0: Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I think it's pretty clear that Alex Caruso is kind of a big piece missing. I know when the the injuries kind of started piling up originally, originally, I really saw the Bulls struggle on defense, and it kind of just felt like they were missing the guy. Now, with De- DeMar DeRozan stepping up, you haven't really seen those problems. But I think with I- Io and Kobe White stepping up, I think it's going to be difficult to see what is Lonzo Ball's role now because Io proves he's a starter. Kobe mm-hmm. White shows that he's kind of that six man, that sub in shooting guard that can put up points when he's hot. And Patrick Williams really hasn't proven anything. I know you guys touched on that, but like, we don't know where Patrick Williams fits in this system. I don't know where Lonzo Ball sits with, I mean, you would think he almost gets less minutes because the way that the two guards have been playing with Kobe White and, uh, and Io and Alex Crusoe really was like that defensive spark. He would get you the steals. He would get you the assists when you need. Like he was just that guy. He was like a better version of Javante Green. What is this guy going to do for us and what time? It's like not necessarily a stat stuffer, but like he does what he needs to do. And like I mentioned a couple of times, I think the Bulls are going to have a problem with what they're going to do with minutes with 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 their guard play. They're so heavy on the guard, and I know they don't even really, you know, this day in NBA, you know, you don't need as many forwards and centers. But the Bulls, I don't even think, have a power forward on the roster. They have no. about six or seven guards that can play. <laughs> and when they're all healthy, I don't know who's going to get what minutes.
2: You know, it's a very interesting take, and thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean, what a way is.
0: to kick
3: off the show. Uh, that Lonzo Ball. Did can you, what, can you imagine not having room for Lonzo Ball? I mean, it's a big yeah. problem to have. I'm not sure that that is. I, I think they're going to find a way to use him when he comes back. I mean, I, I think that they need to. Um, uh, but Io, yeah, has stepped up. And uh, Kobe White certainly has, has as well. Uh, Mikey in Cherville, uh wants to jump in here on ESPN 1000. Hey, Mikey, what are you thinking?
1: Hey guys, uh, I just got to say, whoa, to that last caller, uh, Patrick Williams did prove something last year. If you were watching the games, you saw that the guy can play top shelf defense against the best perimeter players and players of length in the NBA. And when you're talking about a guy who, when he played against Durant, Google it. He played two games, Durant averaged 16 and a half points and he played him tough down the stretch. If you get all those guys back I mean, you got, uh, the, I think the elite defense in the league and uh, anybody who's saying that we would not have Alonzo ball playing his full minutes has got to be out of their mind. All I can tell you is that guy's a fringe all-star when he's healthy, he does things that uh, don't go in the stat book. And his defense, alongside Caruso, was amazing. So uh, there'll be time for him. And we get those guys back at full strength. It's going to be not a matter of who gets one minutes. It's going to be about the matchups. Whoever wow. they're playing, if if you got to have, if you need a guy for Patrick Williams to guard, you're going to have him in. If you got, you know, you need to change up the pace, you're going to have Caruso in. Those guys, I just think you've got a team built to go all the way. I know that sounds homerish, but look at the squad. They've got guys to play every role.
2: Okay, Mike, you just made a great case for Lonzo Ball and Patrick Williams. So yep. in, indulge our fantasy uh, Twitter poll question. If you could only have one, that's
1: one. Which one? Man, have- I, I I hate to say this because... I love all those guys, but I've got to go Lonzo Ball just because, you know, again, elite level defense, uh, sharpshooter, uh, can do it more than the other guys as much as I love Alex Caruso. He's my favorite and Patrick Williams actually is my second favorite. So, uh, yeah, it kills me, but I'd go Lonzo Ball.
2: Okay, so your favorite's Caruso, but you're deciding between Williams and Lonzo, and you ended up with Lonzo. Yeah. That's a great call. Thanks, Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah. So thank that you,
2: that is spoiled for riches there, but if you could only have one, what do you do? 312-332-3776. Two calls, and, and either end of the spectrum, right? Lonzo, Lonzo Balls doesn't really fit in as well as yeah, did right. before. And I can't yeah. wait to hear our, our great producer, Tyler Aki, who's, uh, I believe, president of the uh, Kobe White Fan Club, uh, how he lands on this. But uh, we can get back to some calls, and uh, we're here at all noon. We have plenty of time to talk Bulls, uh, All-Star Weekend. Uh, We're going to get some Bears conversation. MLB going into a pivotal week of uh, talks. Lockout obviously continues. Very far apart on major issues. I want to talk to you about the issues as fans we really care about because the money is going to figure itself out. And do you really care if a player gets arbitration uh, two two years, three years, free agency, six years, and luxury tax money, or do you just really care about expanded playoffs and 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 universal DH and all the things that you actually pay attention to on the field? Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the number. He's Xander. I'm Hanley. ESPN one
1: thousand. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN one thousand.
2: we glad you're with us on a Sunday morning. Mark Zander, Brian Hanley here until noon, taking your calls, 312-332-3776. Uh, I don't know. If, if you made it through the entirety of the uh, NBA All-Star festivities last night, God bless you, and, and tell us, please give us a call and tell us how you did that. Um, I tried. Um, Me too. And, and, and Zach Levine, I mean, he had the lowest score in the three-point contest, and he's still trying to be the first – player to to win the slam dunk which is is just a a mirror shell of itself these days compared to what it was when he was doing it and winning it to win the uh slam dunk and the three-point contest but he said he's not going to hang around for like eight more tries at it if he does if he doesn't do it the next couple of years he's probably going to hang it up but he gave it gave it a go last night but boy i don't know if it was painful for him to shoot but it was painful for me to watch him
3: shoot yeah, yeah, that was uh, a little awkward. I was concerned about that knee issue, um, and and we know that it's 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 a a situation that we have to watch out for. But you could kind of see it was affecting.
2: Yeah, it was affecting. And and can you make the NBA All Star festivities better? I mean, can they they started? I, I mean, I I turned it on in the middle of whatever that was a Q and A with All Stars, and you know which which of you would have the personality more like Charles Barkley and. I mean, it was I, I, I was, I was like, really? Okay, can we get to the actual basketball See, this stuff? is yeah. what
4: happens when America puts Cleveland in charge of something. Oh, This is what happens. <laughs> this is what you get.
2: Oh, I mean, but Joe was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been to a you know, vacation in Cleveland. You ever hear anyone say they want a vacation in Cleveland? I, God bless. I cover Joakim, and I love that guy. I mean, I love just sitting in the hallway we'd be sitting on, on countertops, uh, along the hallway, they're just talking about anything. And I mean, he, he was—I mean—it was a joy to watch on the floor, and he was a joy to cover off the floor. But, but it's the league, really, right? I mean, as much as the NHL tried to come up with some creative things because they're in Las Vegas, shooting pucks at oversized uh, cards to hit—you know—get the players had to try to get twenty-one right on the strip. Uh, the the league—I mean, maybe they just—they keep trying.
3: You know, is it a case trying stuff. too hard? It's the case of trying too hard? Is that it? I I don't
2: know. I mean, but the slam dunk contest used to be exciting. I I, I guess it was. I know. I know. There's only so much you can do to be creative about it. But at least tonight's game, they've gone to the Elam ending and, you know, that so the untimed fourth quarter and that has reinvigorated the game. So it's not just uh, uh, no defense, you know, 48 minutes up and down and it's 195 to 188. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and, and you know, they, more people are interested in watching that game now, but the, the festivities themselves, and it's great. I mean, as much as it's Cleveland, Tyler, um, it it does bring money into the city, and Cleveland would be a city that needs as much as Chicago and everyone else. Um, it's not a bad downtown Cleveland. Have you been there, Xander? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Rock and it, Roll no, Hall of Fame, it, it, of course you've been. Sure, there. sure, sure. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I like Cleveland. It gets a, uh, it gets a bad shake, but um, I've never vacationed there. I was only. There no, on no, 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 no. Yeah. I was there. I was there for a reason. I wasn't there. <laughs> they didn't get my vacation dollars. Although the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is great, and, and there's a uh, little. District downtown with the restaurants and the bars and stuff yeah, like it's that. Very I mean, walkable, it's very walkable, right? I mean, yeah, it's a pretty Martha cool. Hotel yeah. And, yeah, you can walk. Yeah, that's anywhere. the one thing. You don't have to worry about parking in Cleveland, not like uh, other cities where people actually want to go to in droves all the time. Oh, okay, <laughs> so there you go. Get another yeah, shot yeah, in Cleveland. Yeah, there, yeah. We, well, yeah, look, if we're if we're playing that game, I'm going to get in on it, too. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. Watching those festivities last night was it just seemed like so much more of a a bit of a circus, which again, does. I guess the NBA feels like we need that, but I'm not sure if they're trying too hard. And now I'm wondering, and if you want to jump in three one two three three two three seven seven six. what's more attractive, the festivities on Saturday night or the actual game on Sunday? I think it used to be the festivities yes, prior absolutely. to the game. Now, is, it that, is that the case anymore? I, I, yeah, I'm not sure.
2: Well, recency bias being yet last night, I'd have to say no. I'm looking forward to the game and I was right. looking forward I was looking for the remote last night. Uh, because unlike Fred, I don't have that commitment to watch everything. And when it was so bad, as soon as Zach emptied a, you know, got to his fourteen, I said, Yeah, I'll try a little bit of the other stuff, but I was not gonna be sitting there till the bitter end on that. Three one two, three three two, three seven seven six, but we've already had a couple callers you know, talking about the beloved Bulls and what they need, and you know how they're going to move forward here. Still a top Eastern Conference. Where's your confidence level? Uh, Zach Levine says that the the Bulls brass are going for it because they added Tristan Thompson. And um, you know, where, do you believe that they have enough? We had a caller said th- there's enough, but Lonzo Ball is absolutely going to be right back running this offense and not split minutes. And our first caller said Lonzo Ball's minutes are going to be. Uh, limit it because you've had Ayo and, and, and also Kobe White, you know, lifting and pulling, the, pulling their weight and then some while Lonzo's been out. I, I and, think
3: that's what a good bench player does. I mean, we can't just say Lonzo's lost his job because of that, you know? You would think I mean, not. That's, right, right.
2: You would think not. But uh, I'd like to hear from Tyler Aki because, uh, he, you know, he's all things Kobe White. Um was that crazy talk that Lonzo is uh, is, is not sharing sure the ball? He's sharing sure the minutes?
4: I mean, are we are we really going to be looking at benching a guy who you went out to make a big offseason yeah, move see, right. to right. get and has played well for the Bulls as well? I mean, he's shooting a career-high 42% from three. He's facilitating the offense. He's giving you amazing defense on the other end, too, alongside Alex Caruso. Listen, Ayo has, right? exactly. right. has been great. Exactly. Ayo has been great. All right, yep. he has overachieved his draft spot so far this season. No doubt about that in my mind. But when I look at what this team does well, what it needs to continue to do, they continue to need to play defense. And that's something that's kind of gotten away from them when they've lost Lonzo, when they've lost yep. Caruso. They need they need Lonzo ball. I think he's probably the most important of all the guys that are on the shelf right now to get back because you're talking about a guy who's going to step in, be a starter, and and be a guy that can give you good basketball on each end of the floor. Mm. This team is, is so much better with Lonzo ball out there and that's not a dig against IO. I think what what makes IO and Kobe fit so well on this team is that they provide depth at a very important position on the floor at the guard yeah, spot.
2: Yeah, think about that because a couple of years ago or even, you know, last season, you didn't have a you didn't have a legitimate point point guard, right? I mean, and now you're you got you're spoiled for choice. I mean, that that the transition in one year on this roster is still remarkable. I mean, stunning.
3: absolutely stunning.
2: I mean, it's one thing to you know get rid of Jim Boyle and his coach and have him call timeout somewhere else in you know wherever he is, he's calling timeout right now, uh, just to, because it's a you know thirty seconds left and he's got to teach and coach the guys up. But <laughs> getting rid of the coach and getting Billy Donovan, okay, that that's a, that's an improvement. But this roster overhaul, it, it, you can't overstate the 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 idea of getting this. Together and a team that's you know the chemistry,
3: let alone the X's and O's and how much better everybody is and the production on the floor. Right, and that's why I have uh, I have high hopes that uh, Tristan's going to work out pretty well. I, I know he's coming in to back up Vooch, but here's a guy who played in four finals. He won with the Cleveland, so he's uh, yeah you know he's he's got that experience to help these guys in the locker room and outside the locker room, and we'll see what he can bring. But and he's a different player of, than Vooch yeah. I mean, Vuc right, right. has
2: got the size, but he doesn't really play up to his size. You know, right, but he, exactly. He's looking to score, and he, you know, he'll get you his 11.7 rebounds a game. Um, but you know this is a guy who 's just to uh, be a space eater and 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 give fouls and and throw his body around and and make people pay for going to the hoop right and
3: Voo, vooch isn 't that guy so right right and and that 's a that 's a nice different angle that we have and you know although we will not probably get Patrick Williams back this year, um you know I think most people are and 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 we 'll wrap up the poll at the end of the show, but uh, you know like tyler and and uh, you know, another caller, Lonzo, is definitely the guy on that Twitter poll that I think we need first. But we're going to get Caruso first, and that's not bad either because there's a guy who is a defensive spark plug.
2: Okay, so the first caller voted for Caruso. If you only have one one back of the injured players, right. he went Caruso and defensive mindset. Well, the second caller said, you're out of your mind, Lonzo Ball is the guy. And mm-hmm. then uh, Tyler, you know, second, Lonzo Ball, even though he's president of the Kobe White fan club, and, and the second caller voted for all of them because, you know, why wouldn't you want everybody? <laughs> well, to make if, a case. if you
3: could, sure.
2: But make your case 312 332 3776. And really, do you believe that the Bulls are, are going for it? I mean, it's everyone's going for it, unless you're in baseball where, you know, two thirds of the league are tanking or a third of the league like tanking. like the
3: Pirates? And, yes.
2: Yeah, like are anybody. The Pirates
3: ever going for it?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the Cubs, were they going for it last year? I mean, so. But the, everyone says they're going for it or they believe they have enough. Do the Bulls have enough? 312-332-3776 is the number one. I hear from you, and uh, we're here until noon, so we have plenty of time to talk with you about uh, all things Chicago, all things sports. He's Xander. I'm Hanley, ESPN 1000.
1: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000.
2: Bulls will be back on the floor this week after the All-Star Festivities wrap up with the game tonight in Cleveland. 312-332-3776 is the number. Where's your faith in the Bulls as they move forward? Still atop the Eastern Conference. Do they have enough? Zach Levine says obviously they're going for it because they added Tristan Thompson. And we want to hear from you. 312-332-3776. Matt's on the line. He's in Streamwood. Morning, Matt. Hey,
0: Matt. Hey, Andrew. Thanks for taking my phone call. I have a couple questions for you. One. How many minutes is DeRozan averaging now since everyone's been gone? Is it like forty-five minutes per yeah, game? Forty-four.
2: I mean, it might be fifty. I mean, it kind of reminds me. Yeah.
0: Kind of reminds me of like the Thibodeau and the Luol Deng and the Noah. Like, where they're playing forty-five <laughs> minutes all this time, and then when it comes time to the playoffs, they just have nothing left in the tank. You know, they can't defend because they're just so spent wow. on averaging so many minutes in a game. You have to have Pax
2: come. Two, you have to have Pax come down and pull Billy Donovan's tie like he did with uh, <laughs> Vinny Del Negro. Yeah, punch him in the face, right? Well, so, no, he just pulled the uh, tie. I didn't think he was any punches punch his throat. who was who was on this, the minutes limit that when that was that was that, was that Luau or was that Joaquin? That you know I they think- told they told Vinny not to not to you know exceed the limits coming off an injury, and he was, and, and then that Pax was down in the uh, coach's office after the game letting him know. What he thought about that?
0: Yeah, I, I think it was Noah, but think, I'm not sure on that. Yeah, I think but, so uh, too. Yeah. And, and too, what happens, Adley and Xander, when if if uh, if uh, Zach Levine, if his knee has a fluid again, is it time to like to possibly shut it down? Because well, did they drain that, his knee of fluid? Is it is it like <laughs> they have a serious conversation that if the fluid comes right back in two weeks from now, that yeah, that, that you know that what. That that That
2: is a very interesting question, uh, Matt. Uh, the fact that they drained the fluid, gave a cortisone shot, and then did the, the PRP, um, to, you know, usually just giving them one needle would have been, you know, enough. And cortisone, God bless, and thanks for your call, Matt, um, cortisone, all it does is really mask the pain. I mean, I, yeah. I, I've had it in my elbow, both elbows. And it's great for a couple months, and and that's that, it.
1: I
3: mean, yeah, it's not a long term solution. At no, all.
2: when it wears off, you're mm-hmm. back to square one uh, normally. And so the fact that there was fluid, he went to L.A. to the specialist, and they drained the fluid, gave him the cortisone, gave him the PRP. Now maybe the PRP does its thing, and and you know, and you know, gets the uh, the healing accelerated, and he's good to go. But that Matt brings up a good question. That that's you get fluid on the on the knee. It's not a one and done thing. You you know, you can have to. I, hopefully, we don't get there. But he basically right. said he's going to have to take care of this in the off season. He's just trying to get through the regular season and the playoffs because he wants to be part of this thing.
3: Right. By the way, DeRozan looks like he's averaging thirty five point six minutes. Yeah. Here's another
4: like little like stat too with DeRozan's minutes over the last fifteen games, <coughs> he's averaging thirty eight. It's and not just okay, so it's And not just is he averaging thirty eight. No. Surprise. He's averaging. Uh, like a lot of those minutes are coming in the fourth quarter too oh, yeah. when it's, it's money time yeah, when it's a crunch time and b you're at your most fatigued as well yeah. oh, those so are those are tough minutes, minutes that he's yeah. playing as well
2: absolutely and and so far he doesn't look like it's taking a toll, but I mean look at the numbers he's putting up in the uh, thirty eight point seven points and he's averaging those thirty eight minutes it's um it's remarkable. And here's hoping he doesn't hit a wall. It's not like, you know, the right. rookie season where they hit a wall because they're not used to playing 82 games. But, um, boy, they've, they've needed him and then some. And, and winning games, and that's what he was doing there for a couple of weeks where, you know, give the ball to Mar and let, let's see, let's go home
3: and, and have, you know, put another W in the column. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, it it has been. And having Caruso back is not exactly going to spell DeRozan of his offensive, uh, no. you know, our need for him, an offense, but another body in there uh, to help, to help put these games away. And I think Zach is going to have to, if this is a lasting issue, um, they're going to have to make that decision if they do shut him down this year, which that's not really going for it, but you have oh, to no. put all your chips on the table and then see what happens from there. But I, I you know, look, I I, I think that they're going to have to address it sooner or later, and hopefully, it's not as bad as it seems like it is.
2: Well, again, they're going to manage the minutes, going to manage the the back <laughs> to back games, and give them the second game off and the four. And, and hopefully, that's
3: enough. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, something, but boy, if Zach does have to shut it down, then then the conversation is, where's your faith in this team? You know, making a deep run in the playoffs without Zach Levine. Now, again, DeRozan's helped keep it together while he's been out. But really, when you get into the postseason, can you envision the, a Bulls team without Zach Levine? I mean, what would be the the better bet
3: or the more sure bet, an early exit or you know playing for a conference finals? Yeah. You know, and when Zach does play, because he does have this issue, what exactly are we going to be able to get out of him?
2: Yeah. There's I, I, another question, too. I, I mean, I hope I wasn't reading too much into the three-point contest, but he was so off last night right it, I I mean I just would I don't know if he was just conscious of the knee and and you know not trying to overextend himself but um that didn't look good I mean like right. Tyler said it, it looked like even when he was just walking up to the uh to the first rack it looked like he was walking a little gingerly let alone when he started firing up uh, Aaron threes three one two three three two three seven seven six um Yeah, that's an interesting uh, question from Matt. I mean, I just assumed, I didn't consider that, that this could be an ongoing thing. I mean, I just figured, okay, they know what it is. They're going to try to manage his time and not put too much stress on the knee. But if if you've had a knee drained, maybe you can inform us of how likely it is that you've had to go back and have the procedure done a second time. I've had Meniscus cleaned up arthroscopically and you know, good to go after that. Never had an issue with the knee after that, but mm. never had fluid on the
3: knee. So I and and really I know people who have had the fluid on the knee. Uh, that situation is is something that does have to get taken care of You know, multiple times. It's not a one and done go away, at least in, to my knowledge. Yeah, so what, if somebody out there has had that and maybe they've been treated for it once and it was all good, encourage us, call us 312-332-3776. Although I'm not sure that that is the case and we'll have to see what we can get out of him, uh, Zach Levine, while he's being rested on back-to-back games, because you're right. We're going to need him for a playoff run. We're going to need all hands on deck and we don't, we already are missing some key pieces.
2: Well, I've talked to other people who've had knee knee injuries and it's been a while since I, a long time since I've had the um, surgery to clean up the meniscus in my right knee. But it was the weirdest thing because at the time, it was just certain things that would really make you feel pain. I could run like six miles a day and not have any issues, not even think about my knee. But going up and downstairs or getting in and out of a car, it was like someone was sticking a knife in my knee, and it was just bizarre that you could really, go, yeah. I mean, you could walk and run fine, but going up and downstairs was a killer, and getting in and out of a car was a killer. So I don't know what with fluid if you know if you have if it's feels like pressure or if it's actual pain, the fact they got cortisone tells you they're trying to get inflammation down. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the PRP, if you've had that, maybe you can help us out of how effective that is because, you know, a couple of years ago, it was rather new, um, a rather new procedure to the point where insurance companies weren't even willing to cover it because they thought it was their experimental. Um, I don't know if that's changed much, um, but the idea is that the, the platelets, uh, the plasma-rich platelets, go, it goes into the joint and brings the blood flow and gets the, you know, the, the, uh, accelerates the healing to, to the joint. Um, if you've had that, maybe you can enlighten us on how, how effective it, it was for you or not, and, and if it was effective, how long it took, or did it take? I mean, was it a one-and-done procedure, or did you have to go back and have it done a second time?
3: And is that what your dog had?
2: Yeah, but he, the, the, she couldn't tell me how effective it no, was. No,
3: no, I know. I was, I was going to yeah. say. I'm sure you yeah, I, get that answer out of her. No, no, you I. I just... Yes, yeah,
2: she. She had to go back every couple of months for it on both shoulders, and and you know there was a healthy check to be written
3: each time too. No, I'm <laughs> sure. Back then, and I just love that you need it, but you're second guessing that. But you, well, I, you're a dog owner. Any dog owner, yeah, I know. Will I do know.
1: Every,
2: anything for their dog to make sure that they're, they're living their best life. But when it comes to us, it's like, eh, I could live with the pain. I'll just pop a few more Tylenol and, you know, off you go, even though, you know, you don't sleep well at night. But if it's for your dog, it's not even consideration. Now, if your he, dog could talk,
3: Brian, would well, probably be man. like, hey, idiot, get it. Do no, it. if my dog could talk, I wouldn't be doing this for a living. <laughs> well, that's true. Maybe going around in a, like a covered wagon, like a medicine man. You'd be a carny.
2: Well, I think I've been to that a few times in my life. I've been like the woman <laughs> on the unicycle with the plates and the, there's like five NBA halftime acts that I covered the NBA for five years, six seasons, whatever it was. And it was the same five halftime acts. It was the guy who did the Jackson five where he had the, the he was in the middle and the two puppets on full you know, adult <laughs> right. size puppets on a on a, a stick. I always wondered how he got that on an airplane. And then um the the woman on the unicycle flipping bowls up on top of her head. And then there was quick change. It was, I believe, a, a husband and wife, and they you know put up, a like, a, a curtain. She changes her clothes. He changes her clothes. I never really understood that. And then Blue Man Group showed up on a special occasion. And there, there were just, like, five, four or five of these halftime acts,
3: and they just rotate.
2: The, yeah, the maybe we, we go un-
3: back to that. Maybe we go back to that. Maybe we don't need uh, DJ Khalid. Maybe
2: we no, go back I- to that. I'll tell you the woman on on the unicycle. Unless it's her daughter or granddaughter, she's been doing that for like thirty years. Yeah, right, panda. Started...
4: Yeah. So she a couple years ago had her unicycle stolen, oh, and no. then for a couple years she had the yips. Like she was nu- She lost her fastball for a little bit because she didn't have. Because her trust she didn't. It. Yeah. And then I think the Warriors replaced her unicycle, if I'm remembering correctly, and now she's got her fastball back. Like she so- is back to being as good as she was. In the, I, I, the mid-2010s. Well, you
2: mentioned that because I did see her, You know, I don't know, a year or two ago, and she was dropping a lot of the
4: balls. They right.
2: weren't landing where they are supposed to. She had the so, yips for
4: a little bit. And then so the, she's so got it back. The, she's got her touch back now, though.
2: What the Warriors do? Like, put together an exact okay. replica of the one that was stolen?
4: I'm looking right now. So it was stolen at baggage claim at the San Francisco airport. And then, yep, and then the Warriors replaced it um after it was stolen so i don't i don't know what they did i mean but, but
2: she but she when she had the yips she was still on the unicycle She was still just, on
4: the unicycle and it just it must just, have been a, a replacement unicycle right. that she was working with for a little bit but right. maybe she's just like i don't know you're, you're a horse person hanley like yes if you're on a new horse if you've got a, a new horse like it is is it a little bit different is there like a, a warming up period to it like how does that work
2: well, usually, I mean, if you're talking about a jockey, some jockeys get along with certain horses better than others, mm-hmm. and and so once you find that jockey who gets along with the horse, you and you have success. You want to keep going back to the same jockey, and and but some even some great jockeys get on top of your horse, and if for whatever reason, horse and jockey Doesn't don't work. get together. So I, I assume that's you know red panda and unicycle. I just who steals. <laughs> Did they know, when you're a baggage claim, I mean you just grab any bag you can and before someone tries to I didn't know
3: get, unicycles were such a hot property. I know I mean the did they know market. what they were stealing
2: i mean right. like, I, I don't know what a unicycle looks like when it's packed up, but uh you know i i did you know baseball players would bet on anything, and so what they would do is on the on charter flights, they would look outside the smart ones would look and watch which bags were going in. Being loaded onto the plane at first and last, and then they would get a rookie who wasn't so smart, and they would bet him like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks on which bag was coming out first, theirs or the other guys. And and the the veterans had already looked out the window to see which bag was was loaded first and which was coming. Or the last one loaded was coming out first, right? And so they would relieve rookies of their money. Like it was stupid, but every every time I was on a charter flight, would we be at an airport and. Some guy was peeling off C notes to, to a veteran because he fell for the trap. So That's I, it. The, somebody
3: spotted that. Somebody spotted that unicycle and said, you know what? I, that's on my bucket list. I need one of those. Well, I'm Where glad you got a fastball
2: back because, you know, yeah. they, they, you're down to four halftime acts if Red Panda's not available. Three one two 332 will get back to our Bulls talk. We got some Bears talk as well because uh, we're only a couple of weeks away from, uh, a few weeks away from free agency. Never uh, too soon to see what the new Bears regime is going to be trying to do because they've got a lot of things to do on their to-do list. So, uh, Sandra and I will be talking about it with you, 312-332-3776 on
3: ESPN 1000. This hour brought to you by Northwestern Basketball, Chicago's Big Ten team. Join Coach Collins and the Cats at Welsh Ryan Arena on Tuesday, February 22nd for a special two-days promotion. All tickets are $22. Buy now at nusports.com.
1: ESPN 1000 Chicago's home for sports Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000
2: We're back, Mark Zander, Brian Hanley, taking your calls. We're here until noon, uh, so we have lots of time to talk sports with you. 312-332-3776. And, Mark, I did it again every four (laughs) years, every two years, really. Although, maybe uh, every four years for sure. I made it through the Winter Olympics without watching one minute of said Olympics
3: congratulations i I almost i almost did but i i fell into some bobsled i saw oh i I hate when that happens yeah I, i saw canada and uh and I uh, play the U.S. hockey. I saw like uh, some ski jump competition. It was it, and I don't know his name, but it was an older, bearded guy who won um, a gold medal finally in his last time. It was a big story in the Olympics. That I mean, it, it made such an impact. And in, in even what event was
2: old, old bearded it, guy
3: in? It was. It was. Uh, it was uh, I think. Uh, it wasn't Curling? ski slalom? No, it was uh, skiing. I, it wasn't slalom, um it was uh, another event um but again didn't make that big an impact but i I did watch, so congratulations, I think, well, if you see a bunch of guys on the Ukraine border
2: with hockey sticks, I'm not saying, but Finland beat Russia two to one, so uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah so I'm not saying they're what happened
3: off at the border saying go yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I, go yeah. now, you go now. Yeah. Yeah, or and, and if you're Finland, you might want to rethink beating Russia in, in the finals. But, yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I, I guess I occasionally I come across some of the sum, summer Olympic sports. But I um, I mean, I, I'm more
3: of a winter Olympic guy if I watch any Olympics. It's more of a winter, but I couldn't get into it this year. I, I, I can't. I
2: mean, the whole thing, back in the day when basically we were fighting a Cold War with Russia, and instead of actually having a war, you tried to show your superiority through uh, athletic games Mm. You know, that was a big deal, right? It was all yep. about your country being better than the hated Eastern Germans and and the Russians and Soviet Union back in, so back in the day. But and, and those stories were always heartwarming, right? The mom and dad working three jobs to get Sonny or, or you know, their daughter into the Olympics and drive into the, the ice skating rink or the hockey rink at three in the morning to make sure that they the kids got their practice in so they could be an Olympian. All those stories were wonderful, and, and people actually you know, putting in huge sacrifices. Now yeah. they all live in Boulder, Colorado, and they all have sponsors, and they're all millionaires. It's a different
3: time. You're right, right. And yeah. so I guess you're not concerned that Sean White is – Wrapping it up after this Olympics? No, he's he's okay. been a millionaire for a long time. That's my point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right?
2: They are right. nutritionists it's... and agents and and TV possibilities, and they live twenty. You they're know, not 20... normal people anymore. They used no. to be
3: normal. The Olympians used to be just normal people with a great story. Now, absolutely, they it, go it, back it's, it's to their job at the
2: that. post yeah. office or the grocery store, or whatever. Now they're they're, they're Home Depot. Yeah,
3: yeah, and and now they they have their. They,
2: I mean, they they're they're just they're superior what they do, but they ought to be because they make
3: millions and millions of dollars. It's, right. it's not, and that's all they sports. do. They're not working. They're not no. working. Hey, we can do, we can talk about that in sports. I mean, Stan Makita was an insurance salesman, wasn't he? Absolutely. Ron Sandow You know, back in the that. day. Yeah. They, yeah and
2: baseball and, guys too. They had it. They didn't right. make enough money. They would, they would have, have to have a job in the off season. I mean, it was remarkable. I mean, Doug Buffon used to tell me that he would, if, if, if someone offered them 100 bucks to show up at a 711 and sign autographs for a couple hours they you know they would kill themselves to do it because they mm-hmm. needed the dough yeah. um yeah back i mean boy back in the late 60s early 70s baseball players all had second jobs you know car dealers or or selling real estate or insurance or whatever it was it's it, it but the
3: olympic ideal of, of amateurism and all that sure is, and that's another that, level of uh, right. So for them to be pros and 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 have uh, all of these endorsement deals, it's uh, and then the corrupt yeah, taking it up. that. Then yeah.
2: when you you know and, the Olympic committee, you know when you see we're rigging, you know how much you're going to pay me to get make sure your city gets the Olympics, and then of course all the uh, when the Olympics you know packs up and leaves after a few weeks, the city's sitting there with all these venues that are empty and. Taxpayers pay. I mean, the big, the greatest thing ever happened in Chicago was we didn't get the Olympics. I know everyone was
3: crying over that. I was celebrating. Yeah, you know, that day. And, it, and and you're right. You're right. At that moment, I was like, you know, that would have been cool. But knowing everything that is involved, you're right. We know the corruption the in this city, yep, and then yep. you're going to give that <laughs> right, opportunity. Right. Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> right. You know, we weren't going to pay a dollar for any of it. Right. That's what Mayor Daly that Mayor Daly said it was all taken care of. There would be no debt. I think we're still paying off the Michael Reese Hospital land that, never, you know, that was going to be Olympic Village, right? right. And you know, so that that was a load of you know what because we bought that land and we're still paying for it. it th- the best thing that ever happened was the Olympics didn't show up here. So three one two, just my little Olympic rant. Rant. I, yeah, I, yeah. I I didn't watch any of it, but I spent ten minutes talking about three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you're an Olympic person and you want to, you know, if you were just wowed by the whole thing, you know, tell me what I missed because I just saw the headline. And, and
3: right. And tell Brian how he should do it in four years. He should uh, watch the winter Olympics. Where's it going to be four years from now? Or did it, do we know? I mean, I'm sure they know. I don't know, but I, I, I would I, know if I cared. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, I don't think if you cared, you'd even know. I don't, I don't think that they've announced that yet, Yeah, but uh, maybe I missed it. When we come back though, because
2: people do care, and I care, we should talk about possibilities for the Bears and free agency, right? And uh, can, can the time Bears... They
3: get to work, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, can the Bears uh, the new regime, Wallace like the Bulls regime did in very short order and you know, pull well, a few possible. huge moves out of their uh, you-know-what and then it start to, again, we'll have to wait and see what Aaron Rodgers is doing up in Green Bay, if he's going to be there or not. Is the, is the division in play? Uh, is he gone? And if so, what can the Bears do in the uh, immediate to to improve their chances of winning a division and actually looking like a playoff team? 312-332-3776. We'll get back and take your calls. And on all things sports, Xander and Hanley, ESPN 1000.